0: So our story begins in Ghent in 1796. So we're in Belgium before it was Belgium. Oh, yeah. In 1796 in Ghent, um, this guy was born who was named uh, Adolf Kutle.
1: Not a lot of Adolfs running around these days. He
0: was not a healthcare provider of any kind, not a medical researcher of any kind. His work otherwise did not revolve around the human body at all. Hmm. It revolved around astronomy and Hmm. around statistics. And he's a guy who's very interested in describing the the world as it is. He wants to figure out why the world works the way that it is and articulate that. This
1: is like Chekhov's scientist. You're like <laughs> establishing that this guy is like not trying to do any harm. The good guy scientist doing his best. I wonder what will happen.
0: I mean, I think more than anything, he's described as a bureaucrat and a sort of population analysis kind of guy. Mm-hmm. It is worth noting that his work happens against the backdrop of a major civil war that becomes the Belgian Revolution. Oh, right. And what he wants to do while Belgium is sort of uh, working toward its independence Mm -hmm. is to put Belgium on the intellectual map.
1: Never underestimate the importance of like, dude insecurities. (laughs) Maybe going a little too fast and like cutting some corners.
0: Uh, So he starts working on these really big swings kind of academically. His biggest project is something that he calls social physics. Is this something that you've heard about at all, Mike? Social physics? No. He's essentially looking at data sets and analyzing data sets about people and is trying to look for sort of Social quote unquote laws that kind of mimic the laws of physics.
1: So, something like if you eat off of smaller plates, you'll eat 30% less. <laughs> Watertight. His findings are actually better than Brian Wong's. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not saying much, but you know.
0: So, he writes quite a bit at this time about he wants to figure out how to measure acts of like courage and heroism. Oh, he, he wants okay. to measure acts of cowardice and malice and all of these different things. Man. But he doesn't have the infrastructure to pull all that off. So he starts analyzing state-gathered data sets. And those are things that are way more boring, frankly, like birth rates and death rates and marriages and height and weight as it turns out. This was all part for him of finding his idealized kind of average man. Right. That average man was defined mathematically, absolutely, as sort of like the center of a bell curve, no question. Mm -hmm. But it was also... An ideal. Right. In his mind, the average was what everyone should aspire to. And we should have more sort of homogeneity. We should have more like aspiring to normalcy. Hmm. He actually says at one point, quote, If the average man were completely determined, we might consider him as the type of perfection and everything differing from his proportion or condition would constitute deformity or disease or monstrosity. So what's like the output of this? So what he's looking for is some kind of pattern that's like, Mm -hmm. aha, here's a secret, you know, key to understanding the human condition. Weird. And that is what leads him to creation of what we later come to know as the BMI. Mm. He's trying to build the case for this idea of social physics, the sort of like laws of human behavior kind of stuff. And he's using whatever state gathered data he can get his hands on. And one of those data sets is height and weight data oh. from France and Scotland. Okay. Those data sets are made up exclusively of men, exclusively of white people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He analyzes this data. He plots it out. He finds a bell curve and this whole process and sort of the output of it is called Cutley's index. He envisions the index being used by the state to help predict the size and shape of the population as a whole. Oh. And he's actually very clear at the time that the BMI is not to be used for individual diagnosis or treatment or right. assessment. He's like, this is a population level tool. Do not try to use it on individuals. It's not going to work. It doesn't make sense.
1: Right. So he basically has this index of like the average French and Scottish person has like this ratio between their height and their weight. Yeah. It's like plotting out like the average length of people's arms to like their average shoe size. It's like there's a ratio and like it differs between people, whatever.
0: Totally. And this was sort of like a footnote in his work around social physics at the time. It was not the main event and it was his work did generate controversy and did generate interest and debate but it was not about the bmi it was about social physics a bunch of his contemporaries were like i don't like this because we have free will right so why would there be laws that govern human behavior we govern human behavior how dare you
1: i mean in their defense it is a very dumb idea (laughs) social physics